I went upstairs, had lunch, ate my lunch, put my head down on the kitchen table, slept for 15 minutes, then came down here to record with you, Rob. Perfect. It's what we call the the mini power nap. nap. (laughs) Jennifer told me I was snoring. I mean, it doesn't. So, so you're just a head on the kitchen counter. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, that, pretty, yeah, that's not going to be good for you. It's pretty sad, but it's uh, <laughs> but it's the glamorous life I lead. So yeah, we should talk about Prime Video for Apple TV because it it's actually here. came out the day we record. It's finally here. It's finally here, and you know what? It's ugly as sin. It's ugly. It doesn't behave like a normal Apple TV app. Like, there's no... The swiping doesn't... Oh, God, it's it's terrible. But I, I'm not going to complain too much because I'm just happy that it's on the TV. Yeah, I, I complained about it on Twitter a little bit. And somebody said, well, you know, it's like that on all the other platforms. I'm like, yeah, well, yes, I agree with you. I wasn't expecting much. But it does kind of stick out like a sore thumb. Not that all Apple TV apps are beautiful, but uh, this one is definitely in, like, the, the bottom 10% of, of well-designed. Yeah, it's it's kind of, it is frustrating because you know the swiping just like across the horizontal list uh-huh. just doesn't. I don't know what it is, but that it doesn't. You can't kind of swipe and it just carry on a little bit like it does in the rest of the. Yeah, Apple TV. they're they're doing something um, custom. It's not like the normal animations that you would get if you had if you use like the stock UI uh, widgets yeah. and stuff. Because you're right, it has this kind of more. It's more of a smooth scrolling, so you don't have that kind of physics that you do on a regular Apple TV app. And, and the, the thumbnails are smaller than the standard thumbnails on Apple TV. So everything looks, yeah. everything looks cramped and crowded on the screen, I think. <laughs> I mean, it's functional. It's functional because there's more on the screen, but it's too, it's too much. There's a lot going on when you look at it. Yeah. Um, why is it a separate app? Why do I now have two Amazon videos on my phone? Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's a good question. That I have to go look and see on my phone because I saw you tweet about that and I had not noticed that this morning, but I was focused more on the Apple TV app and not on iOS. And I don't think I got that because I'm looking. Let's see. I have a yeah, it was very confusing because you sent me the link, you know, right as it, as it kind of went live. Right. And I, I clicked on the link and it opened the App Store and it said get or whatever it says for a free app. Right. And I thought, well, that's strange, because I definitely have the video app installed on my phone, because, you know, I use it to search, see what's available, and stuff like that. And then I downloaded that, and now I have two Amazon video apps, and I have no idea which one's which, because they both have the same icon. Could one possibly be... Well, it doesn't make sense that one would be from the UK store, and one would be from the US store, does it? Uh, I don't think so, no, because I don't, I don't, I don't think have it works like, a separate... That way. No, and I don't have like a separate account or anything like that. I, it's, it's very strange. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's a glitch, I think. I I don't have. I just have one one app on my phone, uh, and so this morning, right? That I had an inkling this was going to happen because I was. I, I marked the six six month anniversary of the announcement yesterday, thanks to your web app. I know exactly <laughs> how long it's been, and so I marked that with a tweet yesterday morning. And Casey List, respond, List ex- responded to me with what I thought was a really good point, which was the Grand Tour is about to start, so it makes sense that we'd see that app come in a day or so. And then a Mac Stories reader uh, contacted me because they had they were in, I think, Israel. And sometimes, I know this is a thing that Federico sometimes can pick up on, he can see what's being promoted 
on the U.S. App Store before it's visible in the U.S. Right. And so he knew that the Amazon Prime app was already being promoted on the App Store yesterday morning. And so those two things together, we kind of figured it was coming today. But when it came, I had, I mean, the Apple TV, I have not used the one in my basement in a while. And it needed updating, which is how I discovered that this app requires 11.1 or later. And so I was doing that. And then when I went to the App Store section of the app and I went to purchased because I already had it on my phone and it should just be in there, all I got was a spinner for hours. <laughs> and so I had to wait until I could find it on search. And it took a very long time and a couple of reboots to get it to actually show on search and I could download it. Uh, such was my morning. And then, you know, to take screenshots from from uh, an Apple TV, you have to hook up your Apple TV with a USB-C cable and, and open Xcode. And thank goodness I had the beta of Xcode that worked with uh, 11.2. Uh, well, don't, uh, don't buy a 4K because that doesn't have the USB port. So I assume you just can't take screenshots. Oh, wow. Hmm. Um, you might... <laughs> I wonder if you can do wireless because there is wire. There are wireless. Hmm, that's a good question. Deploy. Yeah, there is wireless deployments in Xcode, but yeah, yeah I don't know. But the the new one we were looking at comparison today uh, for for somebody else, and um, yeah, the the 4K doesn't have the USB C port on the back of it. Yeah, I had forgotten that. I got to look into that. I'm going to have to at least hold on to one of my fourth generation Apple TVs for as long as it lasts, then, because that's the only. It's a it's a little bit of it's a little bit of a hassle, but it's not too bad. You just open up. The um, oh, I forget what it is. It's the simulators and devices window that you get to in Xcode, and then it uh, it used to it used to be I don't it doesn't seem to do this anymore. But it used to log to the console constantly. Like you would you would have it open, and every single movement would you know write something to the console. So there's this enormous yeah. long string of text going as you're navigating the UI, and then there's just a button that you would click. And it would take a screenshot and dump it onto your onto your desktop, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Well. So it's here. Anyway, it's, here, it's right? here. We can we can get Amazon Video. Actually, that's another thing. Is the service called Amazon Video? Is it called Prime Video? Is it called mm. Amazon Prime Video? Because the app is called Amazon Video, but the logo and the icon say Prime Video. So I don't know what the service I, is called. Well, hmm. I have gone with Amazon Prime Video when I've been writing about it. I guess, and I th- yeah. The thing is, though, that it's not entirely correct because not everything in the video app is prime because there's still stuff you can rent or buy, right, that that you have to pay for yeah. regardless of whether you have prime. Yeah. It's it's very confusing. but Well, it's Amazon, right? I mean, yeah, I was setting up my Christmas lights with the Amazon Echo yesterday, and that process is terrible. That Alexa app is the worst. It's a bunch of really confusing, poorly laid out web views that you have to navigate. Yeah. You know, you have to first you got to get the you got to get the skill, and then you got to go into the home automation thing. Then you have to detect the devices. <laughs> then you got to create a group. Then you got you know it's 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 a little bit of a hassle. Once you get it set up, it works really well, and you can kind of stay out of it because you can just use your Echo or your Dot or whatever it is and say, you know, person in the can, turn on the Christmas lights. Yeah, the uh, the the app was uh, was causing me hassle as well, and on on I guess just before Black Friday because Black Friday has now just become like a, a two week period. Yes, and it's, and it's worldwide, even though you don't have Thanksgiving anywhere that except in America, right? 
<laughs> yeah, and I, I even got an email that said it was Cyber Monday week. Oh, um, really? So this is like a three-week thing now. <laughs> Monday is not a week. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyway, um, so I picked up two new Echoes, the uh, the little mid-size uh, Echoes, uh, probably about a week before Black Friday. Oh, nice. Yeah, they were um, retailer in the UK. We're doing like three for one hundred and fifty pounds, so they were like fifty pound each. Um, and I, I sold one, or you know, a guy at work gave me fifty quid for one of them, so I need, I just had two of them. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, the the Alexa app is really, really bad, especially when you're setting up multiple echoes. And like, I wanted to make sure that drop in was turned off, but only on for inside the house and not for outside calls. Huh. Um, so yeah, that was kind of causing me all sorts of problems. Yeah, I've got, so I've got a few, I've got, I've been kind of diving into the Echo a little more than I had in the past. I had a dot for a long time and that's still upstairs. And now I've got an, and I got an Echo Plus because it has all the home, cool. the home automation stuff, but I haven't done Very much nice. with it yet. And, and you know, it's funny. I, uh, I was listening to music on it at my desk the other day and when I did it, uh, it's like, oh, this doesn't sound very good. And I have these, I have this pair of really cheap speakers that I got on Amazon for like eighteen dollars, and w- that are hooked up to a little amplifier that I got for another eighteen dollars, and and use a three point five millimeter jack into my mm-hmm. into my MacBook Pro, and it, the sound is fantastic compared to the Amazon Echo. So that's. That's a little disappointing, but plus, <laughs> plus, there's the whole you know splintering of music services, right? I mean, I'm an am I I have Apple Music, and so I'm pretty much stuck in terms of where I can play that. Uh, I I can listen to Spotify, the free version, I guess, but I can't really do any of the fancy stuff because I don't pay. Uh, and and Amazon Music, the free version, is pretty pretty awful. So. I don't know. I'm still trying, yeah, still trying to figure out uh, music. Really, is what it comes down to, I guess. And and was actually tempted. This is this is what leads you down the path of my good friend Mr. Fatici and his two paying for two services. But I'm I'm been resisting because that seems ridiculous to me. Yeah, I think we've we've mentioned that a couple of times. But like you know, even even Spotify, which is almost everywhere, isn't on the Apple TV. So you know, even if you pick Spotify as your this is the only service I'm using. If you've got an Apple TV, your only option is to airplay it. Yeah, mu- music is Apple one of... Music, you can't, right. you can't play it you know, on the Echo and stuff like that. And then, of course, if you prick Amazon Music, that's basically only on the Echoes. Like, it's, it's a bit of a mess. Yeah, music is one of the worst things, I think, in terms of walled gardens when it comes to Home Assistant-type products. You really are... It, I, I think, at the end of the day, if you're a music fan that's going to drive your decision about which of these you really rely on the most more than anything probably yeah definitely i mean i think you know if you you run apple music and you went with the home pod that's kind of fine but they're too expensive to for example do what i've done with echoes now where i've got you know i've got the kitchen big boy one downstairs and i've got you know two of the mid-sized ones in upstairs and then i've got the dot up in the attic um you know i mean that that would be a lot of money if I did that with HomePods. Yeah, it would be it would be pretty nuts. I've actually got sitting under my desk uninstalled our two brand new Echobee thermostats with Alexa Alexa support. Oh, very fancy. Yeah, very fancy. I have since I bought them. Oh shoot. 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh you shouldn't have said the you shouldn't have said the, the trigger word. <laughs> I've totally, totally, totally forgot. All right, it's muted now. So I I they uh since I bought them, I realized that they don't have what do they call the the, uh, the feature where they can tell which one you're talking to by how close they are? The near field microphones. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't have that. And I have the dot in my living room and kind of just around the corner in the front room. Very, it's The front room and living room of our house are kind of open to each other. But the thermostat's kind of just around a little mini wall. And I'm already realizing that if I... When I install that, I'm going to have to do something with the dot because they're both going to answer me at this point. Yeah, I had I kind of had this problem. Um, not not because like I've got an echo up in at the top of the stairs now and then the one in the kitchen, uh, but because I'm so used to only having one, I normally just come in the house and I'll shout at it to connect to my phone or play music or whatever. Um, and I ended up connected to the one at the top of the stairs, but then when I shouted again to disconnect, it was connected to the one in the kitchen and uh, yeah there was all a bit of a mess so you know with you with the thermostat and the dot that's going to cause problems yeah so i gotta figure out what to do i mean maybe i'll just i i don't know maybe i'll give the dot to one of my kids or something we'll see i haven't installed the thermostats yet because i haven't had time um you people listening may realize that i am getting deep into home automation i have finally pulled the trigger and yes i am doing lots of projects and trying to hook hook, <laughs> hook things up and last night i was a bit of a mad scientist and my christmas lights were blinking on and off in the front yard over and over as i tried different things between siri and alex well the lady in the can <laughs> and, and other things nice catch yeah, it was close it was a close one so all right so you've got two new echoes what else uh, I bought a fire tablet for for thirty pounds. I almost did that because they were thirty dollars here, and that's it's pretty cheap for any anything that's mm. an electronic. That and the home, uh, what is the home mini, the Google Home Mini? I almost got that. That was thirty dollars. Yeah. I I read the Verge's review and and took a pass, but Mike Hurley, uh, he wasn't so lucky. He didn't read the Verge first. <laughs> um, but what about the? What are you going to use the tablet for? Uh, it's mostly for like when I'm cooking in the kitchen, um, and I want to, you know, look something up or, you know, just while I'm waiting for something, go on Twitter or Facebook or something like that. And, you know, I just don't want to get my phone greasy. It's like the most first world problem. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, um, you know, but for 30 pound, I thought, yeah, I'm sure this would be fine. And I'm sure if I don't use it for that i can find another use for it somewhere else in the house right right no i think that they're good for that kind of thing um how, how is it to use though i mean what's the what's the ui like and all that kind of thing it, it's i mean it's mostly you know like android it's it's got the kind of drawer of apps and, and there's some custom ui on top of it so it's like you're scrolling through your books and then your movies and your magazines and all this kind of stuff that that amazon offer it's really slow. Like it's not a very good tablet. Or like it's is pretty unresponsive. Um, the battery is terrible. Oh really? Um, it, it it will just sit there in standby, and it will be down like thirty percent overnight. Oh wow. Yeah, that's yeah, not it, good. it's not great. But what can you do for thirty pounds? It's really interesting to me what's going on with Google and Amazon right now. With Google yanking YouTube yet again from the Echo Show and from it looks like. The Fire TV starting January 1st. 
yeah, the Fire TV is losing YouTube on the first. Yeah, it's um, yeah, they may not. I'm sure they're going to come to some kind of agreement, maybe. Um, but it's, I mean, I tweeted this today, but that's pretty bad that just after Black Friday, when they've probably sold thousands of Fire TVs, yeah. that YouTube's going to be gone. Yeah, well, if you're Google, that's exactly when you pull it, right? When people are the angriest. <laughs> and and it, I, I think in this one, Google wins no matter what, because I think Amazon needs them more than Google needs Amazon in terms of both the market share of you know, YouTube viewers coming off from Amazon products. But also the thing with, with Amazon is that, you know, they're be, they're just, they're not, they're not selling Chromecasts. What's the real harm to Amazon at the end of the day? If they, if they, you know, they cave and sell Chromecasts, they make some more money. I mean, yeah, it's very strange. I mean, I was reading today that Amazon also don't sell TVs that have Chromecast built in. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Like I didn't realize it had got that petty. But yeah, there's, there's. I think there's a, f- a few Sony models of TVs that, um, that have a Chromecast system built in, and uh, and Amazon won't sell those models. Yeah, Amazon has. Well, they've done it for a long. They did it. They kind of do it with Apple to some degree. On, on Amazon, you can buy a Mac and you can buy accessories, but that's about it. They haven't sold yeah. iPads or you know iPhones for a long time, or Apple TVs for that matter. Yeah, it's it's all very strange, and I think, and and ultimately, the only people that are losing here are the people that either have bought these products or are you know looking for a product, you know, some kind of TV box to fit whatever particular choices they've made in terms of music and and streaming services and stuff like that. And I don't think anybody's really winning in this situation. No, although you know, I think I think the biggest loser again is probably Amazon because people have a lot of choices about ways to get YouTube onto their television. You know, a lot of TVs have that built right in, and there are other kind of boxes that people might own, or tablets, or mm. or AirPlay, or or you know, Chromecast, or whatever it is. There's lots of ways to get YouTube on your TV without an Amazon Fire TV. Yeah, definitely. But, so, oh well, you got a bat. You got the big boy battery too. Oh yeah, this is this this battery is a beast. This is the uh, you could bludgeon you could really bludgeon somebody that... with that battery. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is the one I think that you've got, and and I know my, I think Mike and Federico have both got yeah, it as well. Yeah, they do. I and I I I only held off until those two were using it on their trip to Chicago in October. I wanted to see how it held up, and and it, mm. and it worked really well for them, and so I picked one up and. It's pretty impressive. I was in Chicago for the day last Wednesday, and I sat at a coffee shop, and instead of having to find an outlet, I just hooked up my MacBook Pro to the battery, and it charged it fully, and I had you know some charge to spare. Yeah, I'd been uh, I'd been keeping my eye on it, hoping that it was going to drop on Black Friday, um, and then I just happened to be searching for it, or, or I think maybe I was shown an advert for eBay, and uh, and somebody was selling one brand new for like half the price that they were on Amazon and I thought well I'm going to go for it now because it's never it's never going to be cheaper than that. Yeah, um, it's it's fairly expensive. I think I got mine on the on a pre-Black Friday deal for like $90, but it, it it's weird because the US and UK stores on Amazon sell the slightly different products and in the US they sell it with the charger which yeah, the fast charger. So it's always a little more expensive here, but you also get the charger. Um, cuz I know I I forget I think maybe Mike got it for sixty pounds or mm, yeah, that sounds pounds. about right. Yeah, it was, yeah. 
Yeah, so I mean, to be honest, the charger, like I've been charging it, well, you know, I've only charged it once. I just charged it through my MacBook charger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a pretty hefty charger. It charged it up reasonably quickly. Yeah, so but but what it can do is because it's got the you know the the power delivery mode for USB C, you can charge, for instance, a Nintendo Nintendo Switch while you play it, which most batteries can't handle. You can also power a MacBook Pro while you while you're using it. Um, those are both things that you really can't do with any other class of battery, uh, and it's it is big. What it's probably it's taller than a, than a phone than a than like a plus phone, and probably mm. I don't know three or four centimeters tall. Yeah, it's and, it's a really really big battery. But as you say, the fact that it does the switch, it does the MacBook. You know, you can charge like two or three phones from it all at once. Right, and it's and it's heavy. But oh, yeah. but it's worth it. I mean, it does give you a certain amount of freedom. The other battery that I've had my eye on is I, if you saw Federico's iPhone 10 review, he had mm. he was use he got a Mophie that has a key charger built into it, so he can literally just take his phone and drop it on the top of this battery, and it charges up slowly. But it still does. Huh. It's pretty cool. It's 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 an expensive battery though. It's I think it sells here for a hundred dollars, and it's not. Oh, wow. It's not got the same kind of um, capacity that the one that we were just talking about has, by any stretch. I think it's like maybe ten thousand milliampers or whatever the mm. measurement is. But um, it's kind of it's kind of handy. I mean, because you think you got you're traveling and you have a battery and you have your phone and you can instead of having to have that you know the snare of wires all around you and spilling out onto the table, you can just kind of drop your phone right on top top of the uh the battery and charge it up and he does it just you know he's around his house he just drops mm. drops it on there when he it's not using his phone and it charges it up yeah it's uh there's a lot, lot of interesting batteries out there i mean you know for me i bought this mostly for the switch um yep. the fact that it does the macbook is kind of a bonus um but I mean, talking of cool things, and yours is probably a little bit more interesting than mine, but you you finally managed to get some kind of classic Nintendo console. Oh, I did. Uh, a very nice reader of Mac Stories, uh, Nate Gorby, sent me a sent me his uh, Super Nintendo Classic Mini that he had bought, and he bought it as a gift for someone, and they didn't need it or want it, and so I bought it from him, and I've got it sitting right here on top of my my microphone amplifier and it's hooked into my my display that i use for my macbook pro when i'm recording and working down here and so i've got a pretty nice setup i mean i've got a i now this new this is a new display i have hooked up to it my macbook pro my mac mini which is going to come into play at some point in the future with some automation stuff (laughs) right now it's just sitting there idly and this little mini which is a lot of fun Uh, i can play so i can play video games when i need a break from work I just switch over to HDMI one, and I've got the Super Nintendo. Nice. Yeah, it's the ugly American version, as we know. I mean, I, well, I have to admit that I didn't want to bring it up. But. <laughs> the, the, the one with the purple, the purple buttons and everything, uh, which I get mocked for constantly because it's whatever. It's fine. I prefer the one yeah. that was released in Europe and Japan too. But this is the one that works here and is easy to get in the United States. So. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm just glad you managed to get one because you still never got. You didn't get a, a, an NES Classic, did you? In the end, no, I never did. And I, not long ago, Dell was selling some of these, and they were gone within like ten seconds. I mean, it's been insane, especially in the U.S. For some reason, 
Uh, the demand has been incredibly high. And anytime Target or Walmart or anybody gets any of these, they they sell out faster than, you know, a new iPhone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's pretty crazy. But, um, you know, I mean, Nintendo seems to be at least a little bit committed to making sure there's more stock. And, like, the NES Classic is coming out again next year. So... Yeah, no, it's good that they're still doing it and they're going to, I hope that they ramp it up. I still feel like it's incredibly supplies constrained. I mean, I, I really wouldn't have one if it weren't for Nate, because it's just not worth it to me to, to drive by the target every so often and beg for an SNES, uh, or call GameStop every day and say, are you getting a delivery today? You know, it's just there's not enough hours in the day to do that. I just like to be able to go in somewhere and, and, pay $80 and get it, but uh, it's still really hard to do uh, Do here. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, at least you got one. Yeah, so, um, yeah I got, got it. You've got your fancy new monitor. You're doing a lot of automation. It sounds like you're having a lot of fun over there. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been busy spending all my money. I've got a 4K LG display for my Mac Pro, MacBook Pro, um, that it looks nice. It's 27 inches. I needed something a little sharper easier on the eyes since i'm sitting here 24 7 working at it so uh, it it looks nice it works you know it's obviously necessary for the snes because we know that that's a high resolution gaming console yeah i mean if you're not playing on 4k why even bother yeah exactly Uh. you need need to have that uh, crt emulation just so (laughs) (laughs) i think we both just have a problem with buying things yeah well in the last few weeks have been particularly bad uh there's just been a lot going on and and a lot of good deals and i've been trying to finalize and set up the rest of my my setup in the basement uh for working and this monitor has made a big difference because it's just it's i was using an old dell that i had for when i was working downtown and had it hooked up to a mac mini and it was 1080p kind of mushy looking wasn't very good display at all uh, but it but it served its purpose for just mostly editing text but this is a lot better nice yeah cool uh was there anything else you wanted to do i don't know i don't know we you know the uk has something about sausage rolls going on don't they I mean, I saw the New York Times actually ran a story not not long before Thanksgiving, and and this is probably the most disappointing thing about not having recorded two weeks ago was that we couldn't talk about the baby Jesus sausage roll earlier. Yeah, that yeah, well, it has been quite a while since we've recorded. Um, I mean, firstly, the, 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 the a description of Greg's as a bakery is probably a bit of a stretch. Okay, tell me um, tell me about Greg's because I had no idea what I figured this was just like some one off place. No, 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 no. Greg's is, I mean, bakery, I suppose, is the word, but I feel like bakery implies that, you know, there's lots of fresh breads and cakes and it's kind of like a subway, but instead of sandwiches, they're selling sausage rolls and pies and cakes and stuff, but that's not great. It's it's, it's not not very nice. (laughs) And so they decided for a promotion, they'd make a sausage roll. Or, or they did it. They did a nativity scene with a sausage roll in in the place of the baby Jesus. Is that what they did? Yeah, yeah. That's that. That pretty much sums it up. <laughs> that, um. You know what? I can, <laughs> that's all I have to say. And I said, you know what? Probably a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, bear in mind this is part of a, a, a like a thirty pound advent calendar um, that they had. Okay. 
So you you buy the advent calendar, you you open each door, and each door is a voucher to get something from Greg's. Oh, okay. Each day, I see. Yeah, it's, it's very strange, and it, yeah, irrelevant. You know, whether it's whatever, this is probably just a bad idea. <laughs> Well, you just know that you 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 mix sausage rolls with religion, and somebody's going to be upset. Yeah, I I think especially like around Christmas, like maybe don't do parody things like that. It's just very strange. I, I right. I, I get what they're going for, but you know, I mean, in, in the U.S., we call these pigs in a blanket, and that's just... oh no, pigs in a blanket is something that's that's different. All right, all right. No, I... pigs in blanket is a sausage. Wrapped in bacon. Yes. Uh, well, this this is this is not that. Okay. <laughs> we're having a cultural dispute here. I can I can feel it coming, and we're going to bring religion into it too. So we probably should. Oh no, God, no, absolutely not. <laughs> so we, we should we should layer in a little Brexit at this point. I think. I, I, or I'm maybe we should just end the show. <laughs> Let's end the show. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll Go we'll put a link on. if anybody wants to read more about the sausage roll baby Jesus, they can read about it in the New York Times of all places. And I'm sure Rob can find a uh, many, many, many links in the UK press too. Oh, absolutely. And if you like Greg's and disagree with me that it's bad, I I don't care. Don't tweet me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming over there. I'm coming over there next summer, and I am going to go to Greg's, and we will have we'll, we'll have a show about that. Oh no. <laughs> cool all right well uh i'll speak to you soon okay bye-bye